You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step by step how to meet and seduce beautiful women. Women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week long fling, or a long term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. We got a longer one today, that's right, because I did an interview with someone really cool, a personal stylist here in Chicago where this podcast is recorded, but she also worked in Los Angeles as a personal stylist to celebrities. Can you believe it? And I got her here today to help you and give you a full, well-rounded guide to being able to create your style. Now, listen, I don't talk a lot about style on the podcast. I don't really mention it too much because I do believe that there's only so much you can really do with style. And then the rest of it is up to crafting your personality, being able to use your personality to attract the woman that you like. That's the school of thought that I come from. But style is important. Why? Because it gets you past hello. It's really good to make a first impression with your style, right? If you're just a complete mess and you got your, I don't know, stained shirt or nothing fits well, yeah, you can still attract a girl, but why make it hard on yourself? Why not just go, you know, the extra mile, put a little work in and put on some good clothes that make you look good? I mean, let's optimize all the areas that we have control over. Let's look our best. Let's groom. Let's, you know, make sure we got gum in our mouth when we're talking to a girl so we don't have that bad breath. Let's put on some cool clothes. Let's do that. And, you know, there's only so far you can go with that, but then let's optimize our personality. Let's go to working on a personality that really makes the biggest difference. So I say, hey, work on it all, and then you could be at your best in terms of attracting the women that you're talking to. So I have Christy here to help us in terms of giving you the full, well-rounded guide into where to begin. And listen, it starts off with some tips that you might be like, all right, where is this going? Like, where's the information on, on getting the clothes? But just, you know, bear with us as we get through it. She's got 10 tips that are really incredible in terms of starting your wardrobe off. So just give it some time, dive into it, listen to the whole thing, and I promise you're going to walk away with some really good actionable steps. All right, so here it is, my interview with Christy, personal stylist, and let's get into it. Hey, Christy, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Trev? I'm fantastic. So right now... We are staring at each other in the face because we are in the studio in my home. I'm starting to do some new interviews where I'm having people who are local in Chicago come over and just hang out and talk about some good tips for the guys. So you were my second guest here. First, I had a coach named Spencer Burnett who specializes in helping men with dating and sex and relationships. And now I'm with you, Christy who is a personal stylist for men and women. That's right. Is that how you say yep. you're a personal stylist? Did I get that right? Yeah, you got it right. Cool. How long have you been doing this for? So I've been a stylist for 12 years. I actually started back in Los Angeles as a celebrity wardrobe stylist for both men and women. So styling celebrities mainly for red carpet events, commercials, fashion editorials, I then took a break from celebrities and worked on a makeover show. It was a two-time Emmy-nominated makeover show on E! Entertainment and the Style Network called How Do I Look? 
And that experience was just so cool because I really learned how to work with real women, learning their body shapes and how to help them build their self-esteem through wardrobe styling. That's cool. What celebrities have you worked with that we might know? A lot. My first celebrity I got to work with was Taylor Swift back in 2008. So what did you do for her? We worked on a magazine in New York called Cosmo Girl, which unfortunately folded, but I had just a wonderful experience there. I got to work with Beyonce when she came into Chicago to style her for one of her performances. I've worked with Kendall and Kylie Jenner in L.A. for Paper Magazine. I've worked with Thomas Ian Nicholas, who you probably know from The Sandlot and American Pie. Yeah. Again, also for Paper Magazine. No, not Sandlot. Rookie of the Year. Oh, Rookie of the Year. You're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, there we go. (laughs) Me and my celebrities. But no, it's been really fun. I've really enjoyed working with all of them. But when I moved back to Chicago in 2011, I decided to kind of take a turn and focus on personal styling and really learning how to work with men and women, teaching them how to shop for their body shape, how to discover their personal style and build self-confidence through wardrobe styling. Why do you think that wardrobe styling helps build confidence? Like, I have an idea why. When I put on something nice Mm -hmm. and I'm going out for the night and I'm like, wow, I look good. Like, it makes me feel good. Like, it really, it changes my whole energy. Exactly. So what people don't really realize is that what you wear is an indication of your personality. And when we look good, we feel good. And that energy just exudes from the inside and out. And that's an attractive trait. And people start noticing you. You start bringing in people, women, you know, that are just noticing the self-confidence. And that's when all these doors start opening for you, opportunities or girlfriends or what have you. It is really important to have. Also, what people don't realize, what you wear is saying, I respect myself. When people see you dressed up for whatever occasion it is, people then realize, look, there's someone that actually takes the time out of their day to take care of themselves. So it's not only saying, I respect me, but I respect the people around me. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm imagining, too, like you see, you know, because guys are listening to this episode. So I'm thinking about guys, right? And you see a guy walking around the street and he just, or maybe he's out at a bar and he just looks sloppy. You know, you can tell like he doesn't really know fashion that well, doesn't know style that well. And that does come across as this guy doesn't care. And then, and, and that almost says subconsciously, well, if he's not caring about that detail, is there anywhere else in his life that he's equally not caring about? You know, exactly. There's a common saying, how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. So if that's how you're presenting yourself, what does that say about you? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Cool. So I'm curious, have you ever had a situation where a girl or a guy has come to you and you've done this crazy complete makeover mm-hmm. and they just like start crying? They like look in the mirror and they're like, yes. and they're, 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 they have... This whole new look that you put together and they just start bawling. Yes. This is what I call the aha moment. And it is exactly why I do what I do. It's that moment where a client, and this typically happens when we're shopping together. They're in the closet or the dressing room and they are trying on this outfit that they never imagined in a million years that they would either be able to fit into or pull off that style. But Based on our background work and learning about their characteristic traits and learning what is right for their body shape, once they put that on and they connect the two from what they were learning to actually putting it everything on and owning their self-confidence, 
it just explodes. There's like this magical spark that comes out. They're either crying because they just can't believe it or they're so happy they can't wait to get on the, you know, their Bumble app or whatever and and you know, find a date to go out because they are, are so excited to reveal this new sense of style and personality that they never knew existed. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I talked to a lot of guys who were very uncomfortable with putting on a new style or they're like, oh, I can never wear that or mm-hmm. that's just not me. And I always tell guys, you have to understand when you meet someone for the very first time, they're just assuming whatever you're dressed like, whatever your energy is like, the way you're speaking to them, that's you. Mm-hmm. Inside your head, you know, okay, this is new. I don't really talk like this. I don't really dress like this. When you meet someone for the first time, you just assume this is how they've been probably their whole life, right? We all do that. So I want to encourage guys who are listening that you can start dressing and acting in a way that is going to be more attractive or more something that you want to strive for exactly. and not be scared that there's mm-hmm. going to be someone out there who's going to catch you or be like, no, this person's not like that. You can change today. Exactly. And a really good way to kind of think about it is imagine yourself like in a new job position when you kind of got this new great role that you're excited about, but you don't really know how to do it, right? So you kind of fake it till you make it. You're not lying and you're not being inauthentic, but you're trying to start something new. And that's the same thing when it comes to styling and learning how to style yourself. One of the things that I love working with my clients is in the beginning of our sessions together, there's two really important questions that I like to ask them. One of which is, how do your family or friends currently perceive you as a person? Not just through your style, but as an individual, your characteristics, your personality traits. Go to someone that you trust and that you admire and write those traits down, okay? And then think to yourself, is the way that I am dressing, does that match those characteristics traits? If it doesn't, then you know that you're not wearing what you should be wearing, right? Another great question I like to ask is, how do you want to be perceived, okay? Because as we grow year by year or even by season, we ourselves change. We grow into our best selves, right? Same thing happens with your style. You're going to continuously be growing and learning new things about you. So your style personality is going to change. Knowing how you want to be perceived is going to allow you to get the things that you want out of life. So it's really important to know what you want so that you can start dressing for it. What if you don't know? I can imagine there's a guy out there who is listening right now and has no idea about style or like even that it's important or it's just like, I don't want to have to do this, but they're listening anyways because they're like, why not? Maybe style will help me become more attractive. I mean, is there anything encouraging you can say to this guy like why they should do it or why they should care? Even if they're just like, I don't know who I want to be or what I'm trying to achieve. Is it something more? I mean, that's a great thing to think about too. Is it like, why is it important to have great style and dress up? Do you want it because you want to boost your self-esteem? because you want to get that next job, because you want to pursue love. You know, I think those are things that you need to think about before you go into just shopping or trying to get into the whole styling process. It's really about understanding yourself. And it's okay if you don't know what it is you want right away, but you'll see a change within yourself about how you respect yourself once you start paying attention to how do I start 
learning about my personality in ways that will describe who I am. Because here's the thing, before you meet someone in our society, we have already decided, before you stick out your hand, you say, hi, I'm Trip Kramer, it's nice to meet you. The recipient on the other side has already decided, I wanna date you, I wanna sleep with you, I wanna do business with you, you look funny, you are smelly, I don't know about you. They've already decided that, and it takes six seconds for someone to decide that. Why wouldn't you want to put your best foot forward and change that? Yeah. And you can and you can change it so easily. It's really all about finding your fit, your cut, and the quality of your clothing. And you can do it without breaking the bank, which is such an important thing to know. Cool. Well, let's get into it. I want yeah? to hear how to do this. And I think that's encouraging enough for guys to listen because, you know, what you're saying is they're going to build confidence through this. They're going to make great first impressions through this. And they're just going to look good. You yeah. Know? And I tell guys, it's not the end all be all. You can dress amazing, have the best style. But if you don't have personality to go along with that, you're going to be in trouble. But why not? Like you're saying here, why, let's optimize this. Mm-hmm. Let's look our best to just have that good first impression and then be able to follow up with everything else. Exactly. That's how I see style. It's not 100% necessary to you know, be able to attract a woman, but by God, it helps. And it gets you in the door. It gets you, it gets you past hello. And you know what? It's really about you. Like You're deserving of it. You're deserving of having everything that you want in life. And I really believe that you can achieve that when you have self-confidence. And the best thing about wardrobe styling is that it's an addition to it. You know, it really does help you get what you want in life. So I'm really excited to be here to teach you some of my favorite styling tips and tricks cool. to kind of get you guys ahead of your game. Cool. So let's do it. Okay, cool. So first off, I want to be sure that you all understand that money cannot buy you style. And what I mean by this is that, yes, you can go to the mall and spend thousands of dollars on individual, beautiful designer pieces. However, Having those individual pieces will not give you style. What style is, it's all about having pieces that look and fit best on you and learning how to put different pieces together to create a unique outfit that is authentic to who you are and how it makes you feel. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I'm still thinking about that guy who maybe is like, well, I don't know who I am yet, but I know I want to dress cool. But he doesn't feel cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's mm-hmm. not, not, technically in your definition, that's not authentic to him because he doesn't feel like that he's a bad boy per se, but he wants to dress like that. Can yeah. he still do that? He Can may- he step into that role by dressing in a different way? Absolutely, yeah. And like I said, when you start off, there's three different levels that you're at. You're at your beginner stage, your intermediate, and your advanced. As we start learning more about who we are as a person, going back to those two questions that I, you know, was telling you about and learning how we want to be perceived in this lifetime, that's when we can start being more creative and, you know, taking on that persona of that bad boy image or, you know, that businessman that's powerful and can attract people just by captivating them when he walks into a room. Starting from the beginning, though, I want to start off with my first styling tip is 
Learn how to shop for your shape and hire a good tailor. There are four body shapes when it comes to male bodies. The first one is an oval. The second is rectangle. The third is a triangle. And the fourth is inverted triangle. Oval body shapes are men who have slim shoulders and a slim chest, but have a wide waist and slim hips. A rectangular figure is where the shoulders and the waist are parallel to each other. So if you were to measure them across, they would have the exact same measurement. A triangle is just like you would look at a triangle. You're narrow up on your shoulders and you're more wider around your waist. And then the inverted triangle is just the opposite, where you're more top-heavy. You kind of have that Arnold Schwarzenegger body shape. You're more top-heavy and and smaller waist. The reason it's important to know your body shape is because sizing is different everywhere you shop, okay? Different designers and brands cut their fabrics differently, and it's dependent on where they're making their clothing. The manufacturers, it could be China, it can be England. Most British companies cut way smaller than American sizes. So It's really important to know and how to know. I'm going to give you guys all a freebie today. You can do it. It'll take four minutes to do after you get home from the gym tonight, as you're getting undressed to head into the shower. Just take a a quick peek at yourself, at your body shape in the mirror. You can pull up on Google the four male body shapes, or you can just take a, a marker and just draw it out and see, does my body shape resemble an oval, a rectangular an inverted triangle or a triangle. And you can get more information about what that looks like and what types of silhouettes to fit your shape. I feel like I'm a rectangle. I think you are a rectangle, just just from looking at you. It just kind of goes straight down. Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. And having a tailor, a tailor's a little bit more advanced than a seamstress. A seamstress is nice to have because that's the type of person that will come in and just hem your pants. I don't know one single guy that can find a pair of pants that fits exactly their body shape. It's just really rare. So they always hire a seamstress and they'll most likely get something like if there's something that you absolutely love, but you don't see it in your size, buy it in a size or two larger and then have your seamstress come in and take your measurements and pull it in. You can always tuck it in from the back. They'll take it up from the legs. It's super easy, and it shouldn't cost you that much money. Cool. A tailor, That's a good tip. Yeah, a tailor is a little bit more advanced, typically for suiting. Most guys don't like having tailors because they take so many measurements. It takes so much time. It's kind of a pain. Moving on, I want to talk about how to find a good dry cleaner you can trust that won't break your bank. So, you know, going out and about, you're on your daily grind, make sure that you're not going to be giving any of your items to a dry cleaner unless you've worn it three times. Okay? So wear it three times before you get it cleaned. Correct. Exactly. If you do it too soon, it can ruin the fabric quite easily. My favorite advice is when you're trying to find a good dry cleaner, call up a high-end designer store that's local. And just ask them, who do you use for your dry cleaning services? Wow. You know? So who would I ask around here? I would call Burberry or Gucci or Chanel. They have no problem 
telling you their little secrets on where they send out their dry cleaning for their clients' clothing. Obviously, it's open business for everyone. And if you're feeling iffy about it, look them up on Yelp, you know, wherever they recommend you to go. Look them up on Yelp and see the reviews to see if it matches up because the chances are that a designer brand is going to be using them is a good chance that they're taking good care of your clothing, right? Okay. So we're saying now so we've gotten into body shape. We want to dress for a body shape. We want to take the clothes that we have, dry clean them properly, not too much. What else? When we're going shopping, and I think we talked about this a little bit, but understanding the difference between of three things. There's shopping off the rack, there's shopping made to measure, and then there's shopping custom or bespoke pieces. Have you heard of this I before? Have, yes. Okay. So I'm just going to go into a, like clarification because you can get screwed over fairly quickly and lose a lot of money if you're not asking these questions, right? So pretty self-explanatory. Shopping off the rack means that you are going to be shopping. Let's say a, we're looking for a jacket, a suit jacket. You find one that is hanging on a hanger on the rack. So it's straight, simple forward, all sizes fit all, that type of thing. It's not accustomed to your body shape. Then you have our made to measure, which is a step up from shopping off the rack, a little bit more expensive, but not as expensive as a custom or bespoke piece. Your made to measure is gonna be following the four body shapes. They actually only use three for made to measure. So they'll go off three different body shapes and they'll take your measurements and then fit it to those three shapes that they have in store. So it's not even fully accustomed to your body shape. So there's going to be a lot of probably going back and forth after your suit has been made to make sure that they're taking in all the little specific pieces that they didn't get originally. Now your bespoke custom, it's the same word. You just hear bespoke in a lot of English cultures, British cultures, this is where the tailor is really taking every single inch of your body to make you something that is personalized and distinctive to your body shape. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay, cool. Just want to make sure I've had a lot of people get screwed over by not asking those right questions because it just makes sense. If you're going to be putting in the money to get something of better quality, and you're deciding between made-to-measure or custom or bespoke, people think, oh, well, I don't want to spend that much money. I'm just going to go with made-to-measure. But the reality is you have to keep going back and forth so many times to get things readjusted that you end up spending just as much as you would just one time getting something custom or bespoke. Got it. And bespoke is like purely... Completely fitted. It's completely fitted to your body. And bespoke is a little bit, again, personalized to you. So you can pick your inside liner. You can get things embroidered, like your initials. It's a really cool, unique way to get something personalized just for you and for your personality. Okay. Number four that I want to talk about is don't spend money on trends. And I'm going to tell you why. Trends come and go, and it is so important that when you're building yourself a wardrobe, you really want to stick to the basics, which I'll be getting into shortly. Trends, and especially with trends, there's a lot of colors that come and go. You want to be sure that you know what colors are best for you. 
That's something else we'll be talking about. Okay. What's an example of a trend? A trend like is... What would be something trendy sure. that someone would buy? I mean, we'll just say this year, last year, whatever. So a trend right like, now like in men's. for men's yeah, yeah. is like a backpack, okay? Backpack. Backpacks are really in for men, and they come in different shapes and different colors and leather. I mean, everywhere I go, men are carrying backpacks. Like nice backpacks. Nice backpacks, yep. A lot of designers are creating them. You mm -hmm. see them on the runway. That is a trend. Is it going to last you forever? No. I mean, depending on the fabric, maybe. But are you going to be wanting to wear this out and about for the next eight years? Probably not. You know, it was a fad. It was a trend. Yes, fashion does repeat itself. You know, in a couple of years, we'll pick up something else from the 60s or the 70s and we'll want to rewear it again. But that's something more for someone that's way more advanced that has already built in a very strong foundation of basics and neutrals and staple pieces where they can start adding trends in. What would be another example of a trend? Another example of a trend would be like a specific hat, like a fedora. Fedora. Fedoras were in in what, like 2006? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mid-2000s? Sometimes it's fine to wear a trend when you're on vacation, right? Because it's probably not what's currently in, in your town or your city, right? You can kind of get away with it. Mm -hmm. But fedoras, like you're not wearing fedoras all year round, especially if you live in a city that has four seasons, right? So it's something that is just really hip and popular in that season Got or it. for that year. Got it. Okay, cool. cool. Okay. Next, I want to talk about focusing on building a wardrobe based on basics. This is super simple. You can probably find a lot of basics in your closet. A lot of my more advanced clients sometimes don't even have basics and it makes me scream because I'm like, ah, how can we actually make your outfits if we don't have basics? Okay. Okay. So what basics look like are very simple. Let's start with the t-shirt. Having a basic t-shirt in neutral colors. So you want your black, your white, your gray, and your blue. Now add that for long sleeve shirts. Add that for collared shirts. Add that to sweaters. You want to stick to those four colors as your basics, right? When you start styling yourself and you have that strong foundation of your basics, it's really simple to have for example, a dark denim jean, and then one day you wear your white t-shirt and black shoes, okay? The next day you're going to swap it out, which is called a color block system. So you're just adding different colors, but because they're all neutral, they all match one another. So you're just going to be rotating out the shirt and wearing the same jeans and the same shoes. Maybe the next week you change out the pants. Maybe you want to wear white jeans. So you're switching out the jeans, but, you, but you're keeping the same color top. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. So this is a really great exercise to do when you're starting to get into the styling to see what's fitting, how is this attracting my personality, how to style proper uh, colors together. Because once you master that, that's when you can start getting into bringing in new fabrics, different prints, bold colors, different cuts, right? Staple and investment pieces that might be a little bit more expensive, but are forever pieces in your wardrobe. 
Okay, cool. So having those basic pieces is a good start to building the wardrobe. It's a necessity. Okay. Yes. Like you need to have those before you can buy anything. If you don't have that in your closet, then I recommend that you start buying them. Okay. Cool. Okay. Next I want to talk about is do feel free to spend money on quality fabrics and staple pieces. Okay. So we just said we've mastered our foundation pieces, which are our basics, our neutrals. Now we want to focus on those staple pieces, which I call forever pieces, because you're making an investment for something that is of higher quality that's going to last you much longer, right? Instead of just buying all these really nice, cool, or even trendy pieces that are expensive that, you know, might be a lot cheaper, you think, great, I'll buy multiples. But the reality is you stop wearing them, the trend goes away, the fabric falls apart, and you're wasting money. And you're like back to zero being like, wait, I have nothing to wear, right? So what's a staple piece? So a staple piece would be like a nice leather jacket. Okay, jackets. Jackets. Sport coats. Shoes, okay. Like a nice brown pair suede loafers. A nice designer watch. Maybe it's not even designer. Maybe it's a bold color watch, right? Just something different that is still significant to who you are and represents your personality or what it is you're trying to achieve, but knowing that the quality is good and that it's going to last you for a while. And it's something that sounds like you wear all the time. You're wearing the same jacket a lot. You're going to be wearing a watch a lot, shoes, like those are repeatable items versus maybe a t-shirt where, okay, you'll wear it maybe once, maybe twice a week, but it's not going to be in the heavy rotation like these staple pieces are. Yeah, exactly. And let's say you find, you know, that brown suede loafers that you absolutely love. They're comfortable. They make you feel good. You get lots of compliments on them. Go ahead and buy the same pair in another color. Why not? If they're working for you, you know, the thing is, is a lot of times they don't make the same style the next season or the year after. So you have no way of accessing that shoe again. So go for it. If there's something that you really love and you feel invested in, go ahead and buy multiple colors. Cool. I like it. Yeah. So one of the things that I recommend also in the beginning stages is do hire a stylist and they're going to teach you a lot of different things, obviously. But one of my favorite things is teaching clients about color analysis. So with the stylist, you'll sit down and she'll throw over a bunch of different color hues. And this is going to help you understand what colors you should be wearing for different occasions or just your everyday outfits. And the way that they pick this up is knowing your skin tone, your eye color, and your hair color. Okay. We don't want you looking washed out or just out of place depending on where you're going. How does someone find a stylist? Asking around is always a great way to go about it. Also looking in reviews on Yelp, talking to people that even going up to someone that is dressed well, I think maybe they'll take it as a compliment if, if you find out that they're just dressing themselves. But, you know, just asking other people that are kind of in the same service. A lot of stores might know of personal stylists that they work with. Okay. There's just a lot of different ways, just being open and, and asking. Even as simple as typing in personal stylist 
and then the city you live absolutely. in into yep. Google? Yeah, absolutely. If there's specific stylists that you're looking for for an event, you could even type in event styling or you know, men's professional stylist, stuff like that. Right. Absolutely. And of course, if you're listening here from Chicago, then you got to hire Christy. Thank you. Because yeah, she I obviously knows what she's talking about. Yeah, for sure. Do you work with anyone else outside of Chicago? I do. I work with, I still have a lot of clients in Atlanta, Florida, Michigan. Okay, so anyone can California. actually work with you. Yes, we do a lot of virtual styling as well. Cool. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. well, keep that in mind, guys. She's here for you. Thank you. We'll put um, your uh, contact information in the show notes. For sure. Great. Sounds great. Another great thing to learn about is the power of accessories. And this is really fun and can be just overall a really great conversation started when you're on a date, really. Because if you think about it, all the accessories that you wear, I know a lot of guys aren't really into jewelry, but... And I love your, I love that. That's super cute, Kramer. I love she, it. She's looking at a uh, a bracelet I got. This is not an advertisement, but this is, it's a, called Fathom. So it's, it's it was advertised to me on Instagram. Oh, cute. And it's like this chrome kind of hook piece. Is that leather right here? It, um, oh, no, it's just part of that tool. No, it's like, um, what do you call this? It's like a rope type It's kind of like a rope material that you might see in like rock climbing or in sailing. Yeah. And then it's with this chrome little piece. So That's you like, nice. You actually so yeah, like it. I like that, and I like that you wore black. It has a little bit of some silver added into it, so yeah, it pops a little, a little bit, bit. Yeah, it's like versatile. You can go from day to night. It looks like something that you can wear with what you have on right now. It's yeah. very casual. But let's say that you're going to something a little bit more fancy, and you want to pop it up, and it's black, so it kind of goes with everything, which is really lucky. Cool. Yeah. So maybe there's a tip in here for these guys? Yeah. So really, like, have fun with accessorizing. It can be with a fun colored shoe. It can be with your tie. It can be with a scarf, leather, gloves. It can be with a nice watch or a fun colored watch. I mean, really, whatever you want it to be, it's just a little touch, a little pop that shows your personality without being so like out there or you know just too much for example i'm wearing this gold cuff and i know that no one can see it right now but it's this huge large cuff it almost looks like a superwoman cuff right and i get so many compliments when i go out it speaks so much to me and who i am why because i love the way it looks i love that there's scripted poetry on it, which is actually written in Spanish. And for those of you that don't know, I'm half Colombian. So Spanish is something that I absolutely love. And it's from a designer made in South America. And when people ask me, like, I love that cuff. Where did you get it? There's so much attached to it and memories that I've already built just from purchasing it that, again, it's an open conversation. It's a great starter you start connecting with people, you don't know that the person that you're talking to is going to have a connection to Columbia or like, oh my gosh, I was just down there. Like, no way. It's so fun. It shows who you are. It shows that you're adventurous, you're creative, you're personable. And these are qualities that are really attractive to women. If you're wearing a watch, a woman is going to look at that and be like, wow, he has great taste. But also that makes me realize that he's really responsible and reliable, like that's sexy. I want to get to know him. It could be a pocket square, you know, and it could be a funny story about why you got it or, you know, why you decided to wear it tonight. There's so many different cool ways that you can make a story out of your accessories. 
that it's just really keeping in mind that there's so much power. And with that is actually what I tell all my clients is with your basics, what better way to really pull your whole outfit together? You wear your basic white t-shirt, you got your dark denim jeans, you have some Chelsea leather boots on, and you have your overcoat. And then on top of it, you have a cool necklace that's hanging down, or maybe it's like that bracelet that Trip was kind of talking about. It's just little pieces that pop in and show more of who you are as a person, creating that ultimate personal style. Cool. So yeah, it's not just about looking good, but it's also about showing your personality through the way that you're dressing. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Yeah. And then one of my last pieces that I want to share is as you start growing your wardrobe, you really want to take in consideration of how you're treating your clothing. Self-care and then clothing care is really important. One of my all-time must-have pieces of equipment that every man and woman should own is a Jiffy steamer. That's the brand. It's called the Jiffy. It doesn't matter what model you get. Just make sure you get the Jiffy steamer with the plastic top, not the metal because it gets really hot. This is an incredible steamer that all professionals in the fashion industry use. It is a little bit pricier, around $150 or so, but I'm telling you, it is worth every penny. And I've had mine for about like eight years, and it keeps my clothing looking crisp and perfect. No one has time to grab your iron and board. Like, this is easy. It has wheels and maneuvers. I'm not in any affiliation. I'm just obsessed this with is the not, Jiffy Steamer. This steam. is not an advertisement. This is not an advertisement. I'm, I am just obsessed with the Jiffy Steamer. Okay, I think and I got to get that. I know that you will be too. It's a lifesaver. takes two seconds to steam your shirt, and you're good to go. Cool. And last but not least, like, don't be afraid to dress up, guys. Like, this is your chance, like, to be anyone that you really want to be, if you think about it. Not that there's anything wrong with who you are, because... We all have confidence. We just need to learn how to bring it out. And that's what clothing does. It matches. It's supposed to match who you are on the inside. My rule of thumb is it's always better to be overdressed than underdressed, right? Mm -hmm. No matter where you go, you have to dress up for the things that you want in life. So why not do it, right? I like it. Wonderfully said. That was great. I'm going to have a little... It's a little clap there. You really killed it there. Some really good tips. (laughs) Okay, so I know that the guys are listening here. They're probably like, ah, that was a lot of information. Where do I start? And besides, you know, listening to the podcast again and and taking more notes. But let's just say, because there's so much there, we want guys to take action. What's just the one thing, like one action item they can do to get the momentum going to do this if they're just like, I don't know where to start? Everything is based on the fit and cut. So just really knowing your body shape and what fits. So walk into your closet, okay? If you look around in your closet and you feel bored or confused and you're like, oh, like, you know that everything in there has to get out because what we are looking for are things that make you feel good. Like, no more. You are deserving of getting everything that you want, so we want the best. Doesn't mean it has to be that expensive, but it has to be the best in terms of how it fits on you. When you see a man that has something that is well-fitted, that's attractive, right? That shows that you are taking care of yourself, that you respect yourself, 
it, I mean, sorry, but girls are visual creatures too, you know? Like, we see a man that we see them in something fitted. We're like, wow, they take care of themselves. They're working out. And they have personality. It lets us know who they are, right? So eventually, your style personality is going to evolve over time, like I said. But be cautious and, and start the game off learning about your body shape, that little freebie I gave you. Find out what your body shape is and head over to a department store and ask around. The sales associates that are there are there for a reason because they are trained to know what fabrics are best for you, for your cut, for your shape. And then always, you know, ask a stylist too. That's what they're there for. What do you think is a good budget for guys to start off? They're looking at a closet. They go, wow, I like a couple pieces in here, but I'd say about 80% of this just sucks. And I want to get started on getting the basic pieces, accessories, staples. What kind of budget are we looking at? You can get basics for well under $300. You know, like anywhere full out, from like, like everything. Like everything? Yeah. If okay. you have a good stylist, yes. Okay. You can get more bang for your buck. Absolutely. Because a stylist knows exactly where to shop for. They are on top of all the stores on what sales are going on, what brands and designers cut their fabrics, like what their body shapes are. So, I mean, time is money, right? Depending on how much time you have to go in and do all of the research yourself, that's fine. But if you need something right away, I recommend hiring a stylist because that's their job. That's my job. It's to know what is selling what for your body shape and how do we get to it as fast as possible without you breaking the bank. Cool. I love it. Well, guys, you heard it here. Some great tips, stuff that you can go and take away and do this. And if you want to hire Christy, I'm going to put her business email in the show notes. So, Christy, make sure I have that before, we, before we end the session here. And uh, I'll just tell them real quickly, too. Maybe they're in the car and they, they forget. So maybe just say it out loud. Sure. It's info, I-N-F-O, at christyjorfold.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-E. J-O-R-F, like Frank, A-L, Diaz and David.com. Info at christyjorfald.com. So check her out. Christy, thank you for this thank great Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I hope everyone had a good time listening in. Yes. And I'm excited to see everyone start developing their personal style. Yeah, cool. I think this is like the complete guide. In fact, I think that's what I'm going to call this episode. The complete guide to looking sexy forever. Because yeah. we're talking about more... Uh, timeless stuff instead of, like you said, going into the trends, which it would just be a waste of time. Absolutely. All right? Cool. Yep. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for Thanks having for me. Thanks for doing this. Maybe we'll do it again in the future. I would love to. And uh, we're signing off. Okay. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.